Welcome to Mystic Grace Podcast number 14. This is February the 27th. Happy birthday tomorrow to my brother Jimmy. I don't know how old you are, but I have a lot of siblings, so I can't remember. (laughs) But happy birthday, dear brother. Here I have a guest with me today. I am in Henderson, which is a beautiful little town right outside of Las Vegas, and I'm so grateful and honored to have uh, a friend that I have just met uh, last year, as a matter of fact. Her name is Michelle Hood. That's with two L's, Michelle. And when I met her, I knew that I somehow felt that I'd known her before. And I recognize a cosmic sister when I see one. And thank you to the, her talks, uh, the Academy for Future Science, for actually putting us together and saying, you guys should meet, and you both live in Las Vegas, and, you know, try to see what you can do. And she makes these pyramids, and we're like, oh boy, what kind of pyramids? And she is an incredible artist, and I'm going to let her speak right now and tell you all about herself, her background, where she comes from and these magnificent pyramids that she makes in the Oregon energy that she will tell you about. Thank you, Colleen. I feel the same. It's absolutely been wonderful to have you in my life. It feels much longer, and I'm grateful for it. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Uh, Yes, I started making pyramids in 2012 after researching for about a year. I had learned about, um, someone had mentioned to me they have these things called organite, and they threw them in the ocean, and the dolphins came. And at the time, I was clicking all the uh, votes online for the sonar, stop the sonar, the whales were all beaching themselves. There was a whole slew of couple years where this was happening. I don't know if it's happening now. We're not hearing about it. It could be. But I was motivated to look into this. I realized it was about frequency. And I was interested, so I began researching organite. It's not an easy word to say for some reason for me, organite. It's just not a word that I have really heard a lot of. And so when I did a little bit of looking up what it was, it was like, oh, my God, in heaven. And so you better than anyone can explain what this means. Organite is kind of a slang word. All this technology, quote-unquote, is based on Wilhelm Reich's research for orgone energy. His research, uh, back in the 30s and 40s, um, he would create rooms, layers of organic and inorganic materials that somehow were able to harness chi energy. And in these rooms, he would put a chair and have people sit in, and they would get healed of cancer and different things, and he was doing tons and tons of tests. The books on Wilhelm Reich were um, a little bit tedious because he was very, um, as a scientist, documenting all the trials and errors of this layering of organic and inorganic material. But he was a psychoanalyst, and what was he trying to do for, for his patients at that time in the 1930s that was so futuristic? And why did, he got into a lot of trouble for that as well, I think. Yeah, I think he was... Um, and divinely inspired to look into 
different types of energy and what creates chi energy or the harmonic energy or natural life force energy. Most of his work originally was based on the orgasm. Male, female, light, dark, good, bad, night, day. He, he tapped into something and was able to document and prove its existence, layering this inorganic and organic material. When I think of orgone, which is really the correct word, organized slang, and people fight over that word now, it's correct to refer to these as orgone energy devices. That would be the um, proper term. Are there orgone energy devices? Yes, these pyramids that people call organite, I refer to them as orgone energy devices, orgone energy crystal pyramids. And for me, I use crystals, layering crystals and metal. That's the organic and inorganic material. And when you put them in resin, as the resin hardens, it squeezes the crystal in an amplified state. It's a higher octave of expression. It locks it in. While the metal is filtering the lower frequencies, the crystal is expressing higher frequencies. So it becomes its own generating high-frequency, low-frequency neutralizing device. That's an amazing, you know, thank you for that explanation because I've, I did look it up and I've been working with it for a couple of days and I thought, gosh, I really, I really don't know when you, you've made 5,000 of these pyramids and all different sizes yes, and colors and what you put in them, you know, are you divinely inspired to, to what you put in each one? I am, actually. Mm -hmm. Every orgone pyramid must have a quartz crystal for it to have the piezoic effect, and that's the amplified effect or a particular expression. It's what really does it. Every year, I source different stones and their new finds from different mines, and I think about what I'm going to do, what it's going to create, and sometimes it's just gut feeling. A visual to explain orgone energy, for me, would be the yin and yang symbol. Because it's showing, if you want to say organic, inorganic, yin, yang, night, day, and yet it's in a spin, in a wheel. And together, it creates emotion, an energy, a vortex. That's what I believe the orgone is. That's what I visually get innately when I think of orgone energy. And orgone energy, Wilhelm Reich inspired the Russians with torsion fields, and then this went on to inspire zero-point energy. Which we know in the West is zero-point energy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I understand that they're like transmitters. They're the crystals and how you put them together, because it's made of, what, 50% of resin and 50% of metal shavings. Is that about right? I go by feel. Okay. So I showcase the crystal, and it's really about the crystal. I know that they're doing all this work. A lot of people make different orgone energy devices and hockey pucks or something, and they're really workers. And what I set out to make was something that was very pretty that people wanted in their house, that way they were going to get the healing. Whether they knew it or not, they were happy to have it. It was going to be of benefit. Yes, that's excellent because I'm, I have one here um, in front of me, and I, it's just to hold it. 
you know, Michelle also, but it's a violet color. And this is a amethyst, I believe. Over, is this the Metatron cube? It is. Okay, so each one of your pyramids, and I was uh, very honored to come to your house a couple of times, and my jaw just dropped to the floor because the pyramids in there are incredible. I mean, you have pyramids that are, what is your, what's your smallest pyramid and what's your largest oh, one? The smallest is two by two inch base Giza, meaning, you know, the squatter pyramid. And the largest I have made would be 20 by 20. Now, I only made four of those, and I don't know that I'll try that quite again. But I do make 12 inches. Is the, those, are, those take about three months to complete. Three months for each one? For each one. You have to go slow. And sometimes I'll go up to the uh, pyramids, and I'll put crystals in, and I'll stand over it for a day or two or three or five, waiting to see which crystal goes in or is it in the right spot. I'm waiting, you know, yes. the crystals are telling me where to put them. And I, if I don't know exactly, if it doesn't feel right, I have to wait until I get the go-ahead. And sometimes, and I just change something, and then it's a go. And you have put a lot of thought and energy and and time and work into the, each one of these pyramids because it shows. And you have a website. You call yourself Light the Light. And the light is L-I-T-E, the light with a capital L, L-I-G-H-T. So Light the Light. And is that that is your main domain, your main website? Yes, it is. Okay. I was inspired. I, I know that these are light boxes. Uh -huh. They're an helping anchor in light. We need the light. We're bombarded by different frequencies and programs and things layered in the cell frequencies and all kinds of stuff. So we need a little light. We most certainly do. And I think for myself, I have to come up with more ways to calm my energy field back down again because I find myself in more anxiety moments for no reason whatsoever. And I don't know where that's coming from. Or I can't sleep, or things are just strange, and I'm getting pulled in different directions. And I, I keep listening and hearing and reading about uh, the EMFs and the electric, electromagnetic fields that are so devastating and harmful. Now, I... Thank you for, uh, I've got a couple of your pyramids, and I treasure them so much. I, mm. I, don't, I don't want Thank anyone you. to touch them. No. <laughs> no, no, it's like, so I understand that these uh, pyramids that you make, they also uh, can help with the, uh, the planet. And will you place them? Can you place them in different places? And, and, and how would you do that? And why would you do that? Based on the Oregon energy, a woman named Carol Croft, and she was inspired to add crystals to the mix and so started that the quote-unquote organite, uh, people made, um, oh. they're called tower busters, and they made, were made in muffin pans, and they would throw them in forests and different places that had been burned out, and nature would recover much quicker. I started um, doing gifting program probably right away, actually. Right away. And right now, uh, the last gifting program, I had placed four 
giant pyramids, meaning, you know, 12 inches, in key spots on the planet. And the one is in Avebury, England. Another one is in Vancouver, British Columbia. One is in Chile, Santiago. And one is in Australia with the King of the Raven tribe. The woman, her name is Maria Wheatley. She's a very gifted dowser. She is amplifying and working with her lead. She has the lead pyramid in order to anchor in higher frequencies and hopefully offset some of the earth changes or earthquakes or instability that may be coming our way. That's the intention. We hope that that works. But I also gift little pyramids around it when I'm inspired. And um, sometimes people... Uh, just need a little pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never, I've never seen anything like them. Now I understand. There's, I see them now online a little bit, but I don't know. You know, do they're what you do in your intentions? You know, are they're just you know light the light, right? Yes, the that's higher. the intention. There are different pyramids, and I felt some that don't have the energy. Now that doesn't mean that they can't be cleared and charged. Um, and how would you do that? Um, I don't, th- those are st- ones that I haven't made, just for the, <laughs> the record. The ones I make, I feel, have a lot of energy. I clear them. I charge them in a, in a giant pyramid in direct sun. I only work with when I'm in a good space. I have clean energy. I'm happy. Things are good. I do not put my hands on the pyramids unless I am in a right, correct way of being. Uh Other people's pyramids, if they don't feel very amped up, I would do that. I would put them in direct sun. I would use sound bowls to clear the crystal, and then I would set an intention. Hold the pyramid in front of you and see a figure eight going between the pyramid and into your heart back and forth three times and set an intention in the highest and greatest with no harm to come to anyone. And that crystal should come alive for you, a little more at least. Yeah. Marcel Vogel uh, talked about clearing crystals and the way that he felt was the best way was by intention. Mm. So exactly, you know, what you just said is perfect because when you were actually saying that and I'm holding the pyramid, I, I thought, oh, my God, I could actually put myself you know, in the pyramid mm-hmm. with it, the, that aid or the infinity, the symbol of infinity. And I did a lot of that in my own healing uh, center in Mystic, Connecticut. Um, and, we, and I worked a lot with pyramid energy, even though I didn't have yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a teepee that was you know, beautiful, shaped like a, a pyramid, yes. And it, we did a lot of healing in there. So can you uh, tell us a little more about pyramid energy and orgon energy together? To the best of my ability, yes, <laughs> okay. I will. When I look at a pyramid, I see an amplifier. It's Some people feel that energy is being directed to the stars. Others feel that it's pulling in energy down for the earth. I, I, would, I think it's both. As above, so below. Yes. It is um, a sacred geometry. The triangle, the square are perfect building blocks for matter. They all fit together. It's like three of very few geometrical shapes that build like bricks. They can all line up. Circles can't do that. There's always a gap. So it's not a building block. It has a whole nother expression of value and interest. And I'm not an expert on that yet, but 
Well, uh, if you saw all of your things that you make, you would. I mean, you are certainly guided. Yes, for I, sure. I'm adding spheres in the 2019-2020 oh. collection. Okay. So that we'll see what how that feels. I'm excited to see. I bought some Lemurian spheres, and we're going to try those out. Okay. But and you have round plates as well. I do. They're mandalas, and they I met made those with the intention for people to put their bag of groceries or their water on them to charge them. It's almost like um, a crystal prayer being blessed into the food. That sounds it does. lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Someone had put a pyramid over a bottle of water and put it in the freezer and as it froze in ice the there was a vortex of spiral of bubbles coming up inside the water that was the vortex of the pyramid charging that up it was very interesting and that's what people feel when they hold them or I get all kinds of testimonials and a feedback people put them on the base to the body on their uh, on if they have pain and alleviate headaches, stomach aches, I've used it myself. People put it over their glass of water and they swear to me the water tastes better. Yes, yes. They'll put it by their bed some, sleep better. Some it's too strong and they need it in the other room. But regardless, it's going to help you in front of a pyramid or in front of the Wi-Fi, whatever. It's The intention is set and the crystals want to help. They're dimensional windows anchoring in light frequencies. And they are very powerful in a very subtle way. Couldn't you just see uh, pyramids everywhere, you mm. know, on the on the earth plane? Yes. I know we have many buried. Um, recently, I, I I understood that there was a black pyramid about thirty five miles southwest of uh, Mount Denali in Alaska. I would imagine that there are pyramids everywhere. On the on the surface of this earth plane and also uh, below. And years and years ago, I remember someone demonstrating uh, a pyramid-shaped device over food or regular hamburger or something that kept that food fresh, mm-hmm. not put in the refrigerator, but just under the energy of the pyramid. So. Uh, I, I just wouldn't it be good. We have these floating everywhere. We'll put them in the. Yes, <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I think um, I think we're finding more and more pyramids that we will hear about, and some we won't. And even if we went back millions of years, there were probably more that just may may not exist. Some people feel they were brought here. I don't know. None of us were there, but it seems reasonable. I don't know. I think that they're energy generators. I think that uh, that's a vision I had, that it's not a tomb. It's bigger. It might even be a stargate. I don't know. And you are going to Egypt very soon for the first time. Is that right? Yes, and I will be very keen on understanding and getting my first, a first-to-hand account of what these are. And you are bringing uh, certain items with you or crystals to be charged there? Yes, yes. I'm going to bring some special stones, and I'm going to take them to the different sites. One will be Giza, one will be uh, Luxor, 
We're going to a very secluded place called Abu Ghraib, which is referred to as a stargate. Um, William Henry speaks about this. It's very interesting what he has to say. Um, the Sphinx, of course. Each crystal grouping of crystals will be charged in a different spot, and I'm very excited to see how that translates in the pyramids. I you think know? I'm going to be thinking about you all the time and hoping that you come back. <laughs> Well, <laughs> because this is really pretty powerful over there. I'll come back. Yeah. I am. Um, it's not a trip that I thought I would ever take, but it's one that I think is destiny. I think yes, if I'm well, going to do this, I really need to go, and this is what I'm doing. So I want to, I want to really understand in a deeper way. Maybe I can bring something forth. Maybe I can remember something from another time. Well, I would imagine that uh, everyone that you make that's so very different. Do you think, Michelle, that you are actually m making it for someone out there, like a soul? I do. I do. Yes. I don't know who they are. I yeah. do. I think each pyramid belongs to someone, and I love them all. <laughs> but they are not supposed to stay with me. So, yes, I, I feel... Um, and some that don't sell quickly... Then somebody comes. The people find their pyramid for yes. that for that time in their life. They may want a different one. And for example, it's it doesn't hurt to have a few, <laughs> not to, but it doesn't. <laughs> and they doesn't have to be my pyramids. But there's a couple things I would suggest to your listeners that would be really helpful. For example, to do orgone, they already have it. P most people do have stones and crystals, so set some. Go to the secondhand shop and buy some silver plated. Uh, platters or something, whatever, and, and put the crystals on the metal plates. That is orgone. That is layering right there. It doesn't have the resin. It's more subtle. It's not going to be as strong, but nevertheless, it has an effect. It is creating an energy. That's the key. And that's something everybody can do for free, right? I wonder why I didn't actually really know about this before, because I... When I first began the healing, my healing work in sound healing, and I had crystals, and I went to the Tucson Gem Show, where, you know, and took my truck, which I'll never do again, <laughs> because you know you just load up your truck, right? Mm -hmm. And and I thought that the metal, a metal plate with a crystal on the metal, would be fighting one another. I didn't. It didn't feel organic to me. It didn't feel it belonged. Isn't that interesting? Well, that interesting you should say that. Maybe that energy is the orgone energy. Maybe is the fight or the the magnetism or the repel is the chi energy. It's interesting you would say that. Oh, I see. It doesn't have to be fight, but it yeah, it doesn't really go together. And therein is the energy. Okay, elaborate on that a little well, bit more. Uh, well, for example, those rooms that Wilhelm Reich would build, he would layer uh, steel wool and felt, layers and layers. And it doesn't, who does that? That doesn't make sense. Well, but that's sounds what... sounds terrible. Yeah, but that generated energy oh, that helped people heal of cancer sitting in that lined room. But you don't think about it. It's very, it's, I don't know how he thought of this. He's a genius. He just paid attention. He paid attention to opposites and what opposites do. Isn't that interesting? I think it is. Did he have boxes, Michelle, where like people would sit in these boxes or chairs? Yeah, or? small rooms, small box rooms. Yeah, with a chair in the center. At least that's the research that I was, mm -hmm. I had read. I read most of his research. Some of it's a little drab when you're reading one experiment after the next. But I did put the effort in mm -hmm. to um, 
get it, a hold of that it information. It didn't go anywhere in the 1930s. It didn't take off. We, you know... Um, well, he was uh, put in jail, and his research papers were seized by our government because it was really big, and uh, that was unfortunate for him, but God bless that man. Do you, Is the military using this kind of energy, or... I... Where I else? couldn't answer that. I imagine. Um, <laughs> I could not <laughs> they answer. They didn't want him doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. Like... Sometimes um, things are just put on hold because uh, they just don't want anybody to have it, you know. But on a lighter note, now we have it, and it's exploding, and the internet is helping that. And people are aware that the EMFs and the phone and the cell towers, and they're not doing well. You'll never see a bird on a cell tower. However. Old-style telephone lines always had birds on them. That's so right. there's something going on. And people are not doing well around all this technology. The um, Sitting in front of a, your computer, you'll notice if you stay too long, your heart collapses, your shoulders come forward, you, ang- you fall. It, your whole breastplate energy field wears down, and you end up hunching. And it's the blast from this uh, technology. It is black plasma. Think about that. Plasma. Black plasma. That's the screen. Huh. Which is, could, get, could get a little dark if we, we're not going to go there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, well, I, I, you, it's so interesting that you said that because I have caught myself hunched over. And I thought, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, what am I doing? And it's not the, necessarily there in front of the screen either, just other places like... Yeah, there's, we're getting blasted all the time. And you mentioned earlier that um, sometimes you felt like you were being pulled apart and what is this? It might not be your energy. It might not be your move. There's collective and they are layering different frequencies attached to different emotions within the cell band wavelength. So they're folding scalar waves in there, meaning... In, two, in 2001, I read papers how the military had attached a frequency, specific frequency signature to love, hate, embarrassment, shame, pain, anxiety. There is a frequency attached to those feelings or emotions. And once they have that, they can, not everybody, Every, there's, we have everything, just like argon, layers of positive, layers of negative, good, bad. There, we have all these factions going on, and some of that's coming through the cell towers, in yes. my opinion. Yeah, because when you're in nature and you don't have it, though, you do not feel that. You are calm. You connect. You breathe deeper. You become centered we're not being scrambled. Being in all these different things, they're scrambling, and the young kids are knowing about it, and people want answers. It doesn't have to be like this. It can be different. I don't know how. This is the remedy I have for now. A like, lot of us have. A lot of people are doing this. Mine just happened to be very, very pretty. <laughs> well, they're more than pretty. I mean, they, they are. are Thank they you. are just magnificent. And I, every time I think of you, Michelle, I and thoughts are frequencies as well. <laughs> I think of you. I think of your pyramids. Thank you. And they are just a magnificent. And I've never seen anything quite like a quite like it. I do consider it sacred work. What I do, which is why I um, have to be in right space. The one my um, reminder to keep going in this because it's toxic. And anyone that wants to do this, I say do it. Google, look up how to do it. 
you have blessings. We need this. Just make sure that you have the proper safety gear, masks, gloves, etc., ventilation. But when I get discouraged or when I had used to get used to get discouraged when I first started this, it was a kind of a hobby, kind of just an exercise. I wanted to do it for creation. I was worried about the hummingbirds. I was worried about What's going to happen to this planet even when we're not here? And I know that these pyramids are going to be generating for a few hundred years, even when I'm gone, wherever they are. It's going to be leaving a positive signature frequency. So when I would get down and I would go outside, I promise you a hummingbird would appear, sometimes two feet from my face, sometimes four. I would sit on a rock and a hummingbird would come and I would see him or her and I would basically get the uh, idea I had to keep going. I'm doing this for them. I'm doing this as a bigger purpose. Um, I'm not alone, but it's needed, and I need to stop being down, get back up, and, you know, get to it. Work to be done. <laughs> yes, and your, your work, again, is just magnificent. Um, Thank you. I try hard. I really work, I, well, I work I, very hard. It's I want hard. them all. I just want to buy them all. You know what I told you when I do my next healing center? I said, okay. Pyramids. Oh, yes. Oh, of course. We'll, work. Oh, we'll, we'll yes. fix you up. And that's, you know, I mean, I love it. And that's why I built the healing center on Mystic Connect the way I did. I knew that we were crystal. We're made of crystals. And mm -hmm. so all the crystals that I had in there, uh, all around, wherever your eyes, you know, fell, in any corner of the room, big ones, little ones, you know, whatever, it was reacting to the, the DNA and the crystal energy, you know, in the human. And when you've just been diagnosed with stage four cancer or you've had a tre tremendous uh, disappointment or shock or whatever, and um, it... This this crystal energy and now the pyramid and the orgone, can't even say it. No, orgone. you're perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> orgone energy. Yeah. Now it's something to help us and really get us to understand who we are because we're transmitters. Mm -hmm. We're transmitters and we, we haven't learned, you know, how to change the weather ourselves, although, you know, we can do that once in a while, but to also to do our own healing. Mm -hmm. And... It's not even holding the crystal, the pyramid. I can say, oh, this pyramid is going to heal, you know, my disease or, or whatever. It's not the pyramid. It's, it's the, ha the hands holding the pyramid. It's your love. It's your energy. It's the person who made this. It's uh, you, you from the cosmos. I mean, it's light the light. You are lighting each... Um, each person that holds one of these and and uh, puts themselves in it. You're very kind. I feel the crystals are doing all the work. I do it on the front end, and they do all the back end <laughs> work. Uh, I, I just make an effort to honor every crystal. They all mean something to me, and I needed them to be showcased. I needed them to be um, revered and honored because they're helping us. The crystal kingdom is helping us now. In fact, I had a teacher tell me that the earth is generating crystals all the time and she is generating crystals under the ocean to help offset Fukushima. And I thought that was beautiful because they will. A higher frequency, when it comes into contact with a lower frequency, it's not like temperature. 
It's not like it evens out and comes to the middle like 80 and 60 come to 70. It's not like that. In frequency, the higher frequency lifts up the lower frequency without losing its high place. So everything is elevated. When a master walks in the room, the room comes up. The master doesn't go down. Yes. So that's what these do. They elevate. They're not um, evening out. Everything comes up. And that's what we need on every level, really. But you put designs in these as well. Each one has a different design. This is the Metatron cube, and then you have the Flower of Life, and you, you know, the um, just the Yes, creation. I started a few. I felt, uh, I just kept hearing in my head, I needed to put symbols. I needed to put symbols, sacred symbols. I've always had a thing for symbols. I have... A history with symbols. It's an, I have a knack for it for some reason. But um, can, can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, I know you're an artist and a photographer, you know, from New York City, and so you've got this creative. All right, I have a good story. <laughs> One good story, yes, please. Um, I rented a when I first moved to New York. I was a budding photography assistant. Let's be clear. Uh, I rented an apartment. It was we were all snowed in in the winter, New York. It's cold. I uh, painted my bathroom. And I was bored, and I got this gold paint with a little brush, and I went around the entire perimeter of tile around the whole bathroom painting symbols, and I don't even know what I was doing. I mean, it wasn't, some of it was conscious, and then it just took off, and I started painting all different symbols all the way around, and um, I left it like that. It was beautiful, and I realized after a couple months, it was a really dark, the bath, and I needed to paint it white. I couldn't see, so I painted the whole thing over, but the interesting part was on occasion, I would see the floor move in there, and I thought I was crazy. I would be looking down, and it was a checkered tile floor, all white but dark grout, and the floor would move. Okay. Well, I left... um, and moved to the West Coast for a year, and a girlfriend stayed in my apartment. And one day she called me, and she said, you know, Michelle, I was in the bathroom, and the floor moved. And I realized, well, oh, my God, I did. Some, there was some vortex created with these symbols. Now, I wish I had photographed it. I do not have it. it I channeled that. I don't know where from. I, didn't, I was 27 years old. I didn't know. It just came. So we'll see what Egypt does. I'm looking forward to see it, wh- what symbols I recognize. When are you going? A couple of months? I am going in about <laughs> six weeks. Thank you. In six, six weeks. weeks. Okay. I'm going to put, I'm going to put some uh, the Hathors. <laughs> I'm going to get yeah. the Hathors to uh, we'll see what, track you over there. <laughs> it'll be interesting. I'd love to bring a symbol back. I, I make an effort to introduce new stones and new symbols. And I have a couple that I'm not ready to share quite yet because I haven't done them yet, but I have a couple in mind right now and I want to see what comes forth in Egypt. I think I'm excited to find out what presents. I think uh, the pyramids will be very excited to have you there. Oh, it'll be an honor, uh, the blessing. I am so, I really am so excited. It's yeah. a trip of a lifetime. I've saved, I've saved up for this. I make pyramids, for, you know, so you it sure takes a do. while. Yeah, you so. sure do. Sure it's um, This whole experience with making the pyramids, I w- as a photographer, and then it got hard. The economy collapsed, and um, I moved, and it was harder to restart, and things weren't going right, and I started this. I had no idea 
I would be making pyramids. It was really just something I did to keep myself busy, to do something for the good. And it evolved into this, and I have learned so much. It has de- deepened my spiritual journey, my knowledge, because I have to, people ask me questions. I need to know what I'm saying is correct. And in integrity, when I answer these things, I, I mean, they're looking to me for guidance now. And, and I know some things, but I am constantly needing to learn. There is so much to learn, so much to know. Well, an artist paints uh, a painting or uh, passions a sculpture or, or makes these pyramids. They're not necessarily 100% sure of why in a way um, other than they're compelled. And, it's a, and the passion is to, do, is to do this. And so here you are doing your passion because you want to help the earth and you want to help uh, human beings and souls and, and the light. And you're here for that purpose. And then you make these magnificent pyramids and then it all unfolds as to why and what exactly is you, what, mm-hmm. what it is that you got here, what you are doing. And I think that is what is um, what people really honor. You get testimonials uh, from people you say about how it affects them when they have them, right? Yes. I know that whatever I am doing or other people in the light, I know what we're doing is much bigger than we can talk about or articulate. How can you describe it? It is bigger, but there aren't words for it. And we'll see over time. We're all here to help. Well, yes. not all. Let's, well, <laughs> let, me, let me correct that uh, LP. Hold on. We're not all here to help. Let me. How would I say that? Um, no, we keep going because that's, that's exactly right. Because we have to understand more about our, ourselves. And you, when you talk about the opposite, we've got that in ourselves as well. We've got the dark and the light, you know, in ourselves. And yes. that's... <laughs> yes. Yes. It doesn't have to get that dark, though, to move it along. (laughs) Let's see. People, um, for example, the ego. People all want to bash the ego. However, a little ego keeps you going. It makes you want to do better. It, It gives, it's like a gasoline in the gas tank. It doesn't have to be the driver of the car. It could be in the back seat giving directions on occasion. But at least it gives you a little kick, a little push to maybe try something you wouldn't have tried or be bold in a certain way, healthy. I I like to tell the easing God out, the ego, just just sit in the back of the bus and let, you know, let, let let our creative love guide the bus because we don't really understand the power of that yet. And that is what we've come here to learn. I believe, and to understand that we are powerful and that we are transmitters and that we have connections to the greatest argon energy. I mean, if you want to call it that, I, you know, and so, yes, we, we've yet to, to prove to ourselves. I agree a hundred percent. And I support that. You have my vote. (laughs) No, no, truly that is exactly true. The pyramid does have energy and it is generating energy but you put someone with an intention bring hold it when you're in a meditative state and then see how much energy comes off 
There's another thing for people if they have multiple pyramids that I think is really great, and that would be if you have three or four, three you would make a triangle. If you can put them in the grass, great, and let the sun for 20 minutes clear them and then go stand in the triangle to do your meditations or energy work, it's extremely powerful. Or you can use your phone if you have four and find magnetic north, south, east, west. Set them up and go in there. And it is the energy shift coming in and out of that diagram is palpable. It's a little, almost a little bit dizzy. And then you, in that pure state, which would basically putting four of them up and creating that, what would we call, you know, uh, your own space. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a only, vortex. Yes. Yeah, your own. You're basically har- in the harmonics of nature. It's like being on a cliff. It's pure natural energy these crystals come from the earth so it's that amplified state and when you get clean and you're clear and you step in there and you have right action right intent clarity of mind clarity of vision you can make things happen in the highest and greatest it's not going to work if you have ill intent that's the only thing i program in these pyramids all for the good of all what is it sai baba had love all serve all and isaac tigret put it over the Hard Rock Cafe, when you walk in, it would say, love all, serve all. Well, so that's in here basically, too, in the pyramids. That's the only program, love all, serve all, for the good of all. I'm so glad that I met you, and I met your your mom, who's wonderful. She's absolutely wonderful. And, And thank you, Michelle, for something I can hold in my hands and uh, this beautiful, beautiful creation. And they're all different colors and they are all different crystals with these different symbols. And I can't even imagine the ones that you are going to be making when you come back from Egypt. Mm. Now, can I get a big string and just put it on? Yes, (laughs) we'll have to make you one. We'll see. We'll see. Um, um, pendants, are you making pendants as well? Or? I do make pendants, not okay. in the pyramid shape, because the point people, yeah. but in round shapes generally. Right. But some of these will have crystals charged in Egypt coming up soon too. So right. that'll be very exciting for people. Well, I thank you. I thank you very, very, very much. And thanks for coming down here and to Henderson. Oh, it was <laughs> lovely. God bless you. Thank you so much. Doing was... the podcast. And again, uh, Michelle, give your website again and any other domain or any other way to get a hold of you. Sure. It's just lightthelight.com, L-I-T-E-T-H-E-L-I-G-H-T.com. That's the best way. And all the pyramids are there, and they look like the pictures. Thank God. So that's a relief. They look like the pictures, but I can be contacted. There's a contact bar if anyone has questions. I will do my best to answer um, as I can. If I have a lot, it's hard, but (laughs) I will do my best. And thank you so much for having me. I will tell. Really lovely. Yes, and you are lovely. And I I would just, can I just say for everybody, Mm -hmm. that everybody is a light. Light the light. Light the light. I welcome it. (laughs) And I do... You know, I do support some charities on there, so it, it's helpful. And I appreciate all anybody coming to my site. And I would also highly recommend that you get to Michelle sooner than later when she brings these crystals back um, fully charged from, uh, from Egypt. I really believe that somehow Michelle Hood is a, a spokesperson for 
the pyramid, the light, and the power, and that she has brought to earth the power of the light for the good, as she explained, and that we need very, very much. Oh, thank you. I'll do my best. You're okay. I promise. <laughs> thank you very much, Michelle. <laughs> 